Aloha, hibiscus. Aloha. I'm Sunshine. Oh, hi, Sunshine. <laughs> aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Hibiscus, and aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Aren't you all excited to be here? Mm, so excited. Hibiscus mm. mm. Hibiscus, get a little either. closer to the microphone. Okay. There you go. <laughs> all right, and I'm going to actually turn Starshine down a bit there. She's Mom, almost eating it. It's a first. You I know. Go, you always bitch that I'm too soft on No, it's on true. Here. We love to start the show with a podcast. With a podcast? You love what, what did I just say? You, you love to start the show with a podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and a, and because a cocktail. And you really now, don't have any more options. <laughs> and now we're going to listen to someone else's podcast. See you later. Bye. <laughs> it's over. Okay. In, in the mixing glass. So this is not a shaken drink. Mm-mm. It looks strong. Uh, it's all liquor. Yeah. I'm glad so, Hibiscus is driving. Um, I, I'm calling this the smudge pot. Mm. I'll, I'll read... Uh, what a smudge pot is from mm-hmm, Wiki, mm-hmm. for those of you who may not know. For those of you who don't know, may start understanding what type of uh, aromas and flavors would be in something like this. So uh, what I have here in the mixing glass is one ounce of Aperol, mm-hmm. which is an Italian aperitif liqueur similar to, similar to Campari. And then I have three quarter ounce of um, Lemon Heart Demerara, the uh, 80 proof or 40% alcohol by volume. Also in here is, what else did I put in here? Something from the 1990s? No, that that's the Demerara. Um, liquor upon liquor? Well, yeah, but why am I why am I already forgetting? I only had one of these. Uh, <laughs> and you might want to call it. <laughs> I only had one of these already. Mind eraser, but that's already a drink. Uh-uh. Oh my God! What is the th- what is the third ingredient? Is it not in front of you? You've got bottles in front of you. No, it's um. Oh my God! Hold on. <laughs> I swear to God, this is why we don't do oh, these on oh, Sundays. Oh. And a half ounce of mezcal. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I love mezcal. We like the mezcal. No, I know you do. That's why. That's why I did this. And um, and then after I pour this into your cocktail glasses, <laughs> over a single large cube. Yes. Of I am. I'm going to uh, just do a orange twist over the top because I do want to get the orange essence in there. I, I think you set it's, it on fire too. Uh, it's it's not high proof enough. No, that, that's that won't too bad. Work. So here we go. So some fresh. Orange oil so that fancy. is brought from uh, a dive bar. Yeah. Tell, tell the listeners <laughs> where, where all you good oranges up, are grown. Tell the listeners where you picked up the sack of citrus. I got a, two sacks of citrus at a dive bar in Anaheim. The classiest of bars. Yes. Yes. Okay, now I want you to try this the way I intended it. This is it smells a good. all spirit forward drink. Cheers. Ooh, cheers. The smudge pot. The Sunday drinking. Very well balanced. Mm-hmm. You think so? I think it's good, but I might need a shot of sweet and sour in it. So now, and I do have the homemade sour mix here on the mm-hmm. bar. For those of you who are like, you know, I don't Ooh. care for an all spirit Jesus drink. Christ. Yeah. Well, it's all liquor. It is all liquor. So pass yours down. Yeah. And Give so, me a shot of sour in so there. So listeners, um, if you if you love a Manhattan, an old fashioned or something like that, and then you have a friend who's like, that's just too spirit forward for mm-hmm. me. Um just a small splash of sour mix generally will bring them around to your side. Yes. And I can then, taste the mezcal. And they can just swirl that into their drink. And then you've made the same base, but you've got a drink that uh, easily can be adjusted for anybody. Yes, yeah, so let's see. Uh, but the husband and I, we love spirit forward drinks, and so the smudge pot. Oh, yeah, that's much better. Let me try that. I like that now. Yeah? Yeah. Still has the smokiness yeah. and the and the orange. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I like it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, we knew that about you, hibiscus. Um. So, uh, hibiscus, when was the last time you joined us in the lounge? I was here for the Christmas event. Were you? Yes, I helped with yes. the unwrapping of the gifts. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's true. Um, you've also, you're also helping me cook a pork butt today. Yes. Well, that's only because I want to see if I'm defective or my instant pot is defective. Mm, at and this it could point, be it both. might be. Yeah. Yes, we'll see. So hibiscus uh, knows that I love using my instant pot, and I've done lots of things in it. Pulled pork is one of the favorites. So she brought hers over, and we're doing one-hour pulled pork, just like I do in mine, and we're seeing if it will work in her instant pot so by the time this podcast is over we should be able to stir up the pork yeah. yes and have and some nice out. nice hawaiian 
Kahlua pork. The sour, the sweet and sour turned this to a drink that I would not order again into a, in a bar, into a drink I would order repeatedly oh, really? in a bar. Yeah. Well, different strokes. Yeah. Or, I needed the yeah. sour in it. Um, so, all right, so we've got our cocktail going. We've got plenty to discuss here on the show. I do have the mail sack on standby. Mm, I can't wait. So we'll be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Tiki mail. That oh, sounds grainy. Sounds salty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe well. you should shower. Uh, I shower every day. Yeah, but your sack obviously doesn't. Sometimes I skip stuff. Yeah, well, you know. This first saying. email comes to us from Toby. Toby? Ooh, yes. Toby. Like Toby we see at Tiki events? I don't think it's that Toby. Okay. The one who dresses like the Big Lebowski? Yeah, I don't oh. think it's that Toby. Hi, Sunshine and team. Thanks for all the work on the podcast. I recently discovered it, and I'm making my way back through the archives and expanding my selection of rum at home. So far, I have the Kirk and Sweeney 23. Very nice. El Dorado 15, also very nice. And it sounds like I need to also get a Jamaican silver. We have uh, two dogs. Dogs. It's a damn party. Doggy daycare going on in the background. Uh, and, and, uh, and then something like Blackstrap. I'm also working on my way through uh, Five Minutes of Rum, which is a podcast that we do yes. recommend here. Picking up tips from the podcast, I was thinking Cruzan Blackstrap and either an Appleton or Plantation or Jamaican. You've mentioned 10 Cane in the past, but I believe they have shut down, and it is true. So they're no longer available, so I've updated my... Um, Rum Hatton blend recipe to no longer include. Rum Hattons are good. Ten canes. Martinis are better. Well, yeah. Um, living in Seattle, Hawaii is a common winter travel destination for my girlfriend and I. However, we are wait are we're wanting to expand to other locations. We're going to try Punta Minta in March. Uh, given your love of tiki, do you have a list of your favorite desired international travel locations? Thanks again, Toby. P.S. I tried your Rum Hatton last night. With El Dorado, and I think it will become a staple here at home. Heading over to tip the bartender, and huge mahalo for your very generous tip. By oh, the way, Toby, we like tips. Just the tip. Mm-hmm. Mahalo, Gets us more Toby. Rum. <laughs> uh, no, we certainly do appreciate that. You can tip the bartender by going to zentikilounge.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and right there it says tip the bartender. That little tippy thing will accept any amount whatsoever. A penny. Well, it, a dollar. I'd like somebody to tip One a penny. million dollars. Go tip us a penny. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you did not answer his question. Which which was what? What if you have any tiki destinations? Oh, no, I'm opening that to everybody. Oh, so now, I like, I do not have tiki destinations. I like tiki dive bars. Mm. So it's not like I want to go to Tahiti or something. I just like anything that looks like a rundown tiki bar. You know? Okay. Yeah. So that could be in any city. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 So it's more of a the bar experience than it is going to a vacation destination. Hibiscus, what about you? I want to go to Milwaukee. <laughs> is that international? <laughs> well, they do have a few tiki bars yeah. there, but uh, is that really a destination on your list? No, no. Okay. Oh, I'll go to Milwaukee. Let's go to Milwaukee. Actually, I do. I, want I would to go to Milwaukee. The Vernon Shirley trip. That yeah. would be super fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Penny but, Marshall just but left actually, us. Actually, maybe the British Virgin Islands. Okay. I'd like, does uh, England have any tiki bars? They do, right? They do, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they have a Trader Vic's they've had for a very long time, but they France, have, they have some they have some up-and-coming tiki bars. France has quite a few, yeah, actually. So, so does Germany. Yeah, so go to France oh, really? and Germany and go to t- a tiki bar tour. I don't, know, I don't know if he's asking where to travel by tiki bar. He's talking about tropical destinations. Well, he's asking what our tiki destinations well, will be. Okay, and that's mine true. are based on going to tiki bars. So. The husband and I have a dream cruise planned with no date, and that is to, and that is to sail from... Um, Sydney, and then cross all of the Fiji, Tahitian islands and come all the way over to the West Coast. So they do those cruises, and they're anywhere between uh, like 21 and 45 days, like depending on which one you choose. Is that a repositioning? No, 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 no. It's not a repositioning. And, but there, so it would have to be one of those once in a lifetime trips where probably we we would probably be able to do like the 21 day one. Mm hmm. And uh, you hit just tons of the uh, Fijian islands and other islands between Australia and the West Coast. And uh, I believe Hawaii is included on the itinerary. And then you drop back off in, um, uh, where are we at? L.A. area. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere to get a liver transplant. But we love cruising. 
Which leads to another question on this week's mail. So just, but, a, just a recap. Yeah. I want to go to France and Germany. Yeah. Hibiscus wants to go to Milwaukee. Yes. I do, And actually. you want to go on a cruise that takes across me to Australia. Like two dozen <laughs> okay. islands. Yes, yes. I think hibiscus is probably the most doable one at the moment. <laughs> Let's all go to Milwaukee. Woo! I've been, and we have listeners there, uh-huh. but you know, maybe maybe I could go again. Yeah. Maybe. I did go to a really cool place in the British Virgin Islands called the Soggy Dollar Bar. Oh, yes, you've told me about that. That was super fun, but I barely remember it because I had about 20 painkillers that day. And that's one of those places where you have to get there by boat, right? Only by boat. Yeah. And you swim up to the bar. Oh, mm. uh, okay. Yeah. That sounds relaxing. Yeah. Especially 20 painkillers. Yeah. Oh my god. How did you get back on a boat? Uh, not sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I did have the world's biggest hangover the next day. I'm sure. Okay. Did Mm -hmm. you hurl? No, I just felt like a sledgehammer hit me. Oh. In every Well but and you know why, right? The sugar. The sugar. sugar, yeah. Yeah. The alcohol will make you throw up and get rid of it, mm-hmm. but the sugar tricks your Hurts body you into forever. thinking, I don't need to purge. Yeah. And raises your blood sugar. Your insulin goes crazy. Your liver is getting hit both sugar and alcohol. It's not good, but people. But it tastes good going down. So those blended drinks and those painkillers, they I can be deadly. I had a painkiller in Vegas last week. It was tasty. You did? Yeah. I had it at Golden Tiki. Oh, that's yeah. right. We had a good time at the Golden yeah, we Tiki. Did, yeah. We We were there for about two hours. Yes. And we had some food and uh-huh. a couple rounds of drinks. Yes. And because I play liberally, our bill was thirty-five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was outstanding, and we were there yeah, for happy. It was a hundred-dollar bill. What's that? It was probably a hundred-dollar. It should have been like a hundred dollars, I think. Yeah. 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 When we were there in December, it was really inexpensive as well. Yeah. Also, because I got I had gambling associated with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the. Um, gambling machines broke too. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> that yeah, that happened. All right, now this next one. Let's see here. Um, hello, ZTL. I hear Sunshine talk about cruises all the time, and thinking Pumpkin is also a cruiser. She is. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't cruise in the bedroom. She's not that fun. But she does cruise on ships. My friends and I have tried Royal and Celebrity. The ships seem to have tiki-style drinks, but most of them are actually not very good. What do you order, and is there any secret to getting good tiki-style drinks? Great times with the podcast. Cheers and love you all. Kristen. You probably don't order a tiki drink. You order Manhattan's. That is pretty accurate. So here's the deal with... Now, if you're sailing Royal and Celebrity, those ships all have at least one, if not two or more, specialty cocktail bars. That means you have bartenders who are going to be able to make you bartender's choice and not just what's on the menu. Mm -hmm. So those are the bars that you want to check out. Now, usually one of those good bars is going to be like the bar that is between two of the high-scale restaurants. So there'll be like the steakhouse on one side and like the French restaurant on the other side. And in the middle, there will be this big um, bar where people wait before they go to their restaurants. And that's what most of the cruise ships do. That is usually, and they usually call it like top class or a bar. Or, <laughs> a bar. No, a like bar. a, like as an yes, a I bar. Get it. Yeah. And, Not C minus bar. Um, on Carnival, it's the Alchemy Bar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. On it was Carnival. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Nothing else was, but that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that and so that's where you go. And on all of my recent cruises, they will have at least one, if not two, very rum forward drinks uh, that can either be in the spirit forward drink like we're having today or in the tiki style where it includes some tropical juices and spices and things like that. Now, let's say they don't have that. Then at one of these uh, specialty cocktail bars on the ship, um, go ahead and ask the bartender, say, I would like a tiki style drink. So say, I'd like rum. And then you need to tell them, and I prefer sweet or sour. Because if you simply say, I like rum in a tiki style drink, you're going to get sweet. That is what yeah. they will default to. But tiki drinks also can be sour and bitter, and so you just need to tell them what you want, and I get very good results that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Let just me have saying. a sip of my smudge pot. Mm. Mm. Before we finish the mail, let's um, let's tell listeners what a smudge pot is. Now, do either of you know? I thought a smudge pot was something that they put excess, like, it's like charcoal or something. I don't... Uh, not charcoal. Is it another name for the devil's taint? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay. No. So a smudge pot. Now we, you, you've grown up in Southern California, mm-hmm. so I'm surprised you don't know this. But a smudge pot, also known as a chufa or orchard heater, 
is, so they look like this over here. And it's an oil burning device used to prevent frost on fruit trees. So citrus trees are very susceptible to frost. So if the temperature dips low enough that the outside of the fruit can freeze, it damages the skin and then they get soft and mushy and fall off the tree. Um, Even if it only freezes for like a few hours. So if there's a frost warning, the orchards will fire up the smudge pots. They burn oil and flames shoot out the top, kind of like a chimney you'd have on your patio. Um, And then if you've ever seen an orchard, they have those, um, they look like windmills, but it's like like a set of fan blades up above the trees. And they turn really, really slowly. Because all you want to do is, as the hot air rises from the smudge pots, those little fans, they just slowly blow it over the tops of the trees, which prevents the cold air from coming down and freezing your citrus. And it, it's like a nice warm blanket. Yes. It's a cozy. Yes. And I, you know, I've, I've grown up here and I knew what smudge pots were and had my uh, great grandparents had an orchard where they would, they would light them up. Now, interestingly enough, um, there were times when California specifically had uh, such severe frost warnings that they had to fire up. So smudge pots were commonly used for seven decades in areas such as California, numerous citrus groves and Redlands District. Um, So let's see here. There was one part of... Okay, so uh, there was one point during the potential freeze of 1913. I remember it like it was yesterday. Right? Where they fired up the smudge pots and and to fill and use all of the smudge pots in California... It required 3,693,000 gallons of oil. Oh, wow. A dinosaur. Just to keep the citrus groves warm enough to prevent freezing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's now, good, there's good citrus that year though. There's no electric, citrus, there's yes. no electric <laughs> or modern version of this. Oil is still the way to do it. Um, although it seems like with the warming climate, I, I can't remember the last time I saw smudge pots going, but I've driven through orchards before, especially like on the way to the casinos in uh, San Diego, you drive through uh, the citrus highway, avocado and citrus highway. And, um, you know, 10 years ago, I would see them on, but I haven't seen them on in forever. Maybe they wrap them in, um, electric solar blankets now. Cozy, <laughs> cozy electric blankets. Maybe. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. All right. We have one more email. Aloha, Tiki friends. I'm woefully behind on the podcast, but you suck. life, but a series of long commutes and a smart young wife introduced me to the platform. After searching for all things Tiki, I have binge listened to your show the past two months. On a recent show, you asked how I thought you, you all may look. After much listening and deliberation, this is how I picture you. I was you. totally amused by this email. Sunshine. I picture John Michael Higgins, circa best in show. Yes. And... My husband loves Best in Show. He's probably watched it like 30 times, movie. but I couldn't picture any of the actors. Yeah. So, um, well, Eugene Levy, I, I would, I know, but yeah. not this one. So I had to, I looked him up and I was like, oh, okay. At least he's a good looking one. Okay. I'm fine with That's that. That's all that matters. Um, let's see. Starshine, I think voice of reason, Danielle from American Pickers. Yeah. And you knew who this was, right? I did. She, I need maybe about 30 more tattoos to, mm. and some black hair, but... And yeah, and also, yeah. so I'm not familiar with that, but I looked up the picture. Yeah. And what did I say about the picture? I, I had some opinion about it. She is retro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hmm. remember what you said about it, but she does have a retro vibe and she does have a voice like mine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kaylani, yeah. Um, <laughs> Saturday Night Live vet Cherry or Cherry O'Terry all the way. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's hilarious because yeah. this I absolutely know. <laughs> Who it is, and yes, I think I get that. Especially in a cheerleading and pumpkin. Sometimes I picture Janet from Three's Company, <laughs> and sometimes it's Meredith from The Office. Now those are two very different I people. I cannot get but, Meredith from The Office out of my head. <laughs> but, but I am going to say you've nailed it with Janet because not yeah. only has she maintained the jet black hair, yeah. whether it be natural or not. Oh no. Uh, same as Joyce DeWitt. For like 20 right? years she's yeah, had yeah, yeah. jet black Same hair, as Joyce yeah. DeWitt. She has a similar cut yeah. that Janet had on the show for quite some time. Um, so I think of all of those, I think you nailed it with Pumpkin the best. Yeah, but I still like picturing her as Meredith from The Office. <laughs> Who, coincidentally, plays tiki events. Yeah. So she um, plays tiki events in a lounge act called The Lampshade. Yeah, we've seen her at Oasis. Yes, yes. and she also, she's been to Tiki Caliente mm-hmm. and Circa Caliente, I believe. Uh, she does like the, she likes the kitschy tiki yeah, stuff. Yeah. So Very nice. Now, if you'd like to send us comments and questions, please send those to mail at zentikilounge.com. 
We love to hear what you have to say about the podcast or the questions that you may ask. And this is also the time on the show where we ignore the dogs barking in the background. They will be a... But I also say, go on iTunes, because I know you have an account. I don't know if I actually have an account. And search for the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. I did drink my whole drink, though, already. Okay. Yeah. Do you need more? Maybe. And leave us a five-star review. (laughs) Leave us a five-star review, but then say anything you want. That's all we ask. Five stars, but say whatever you want. We know that. I like a good negative review at five stars. A nice snarky review. Yeah, yeah, yes, like but five stars. That's always, always fun. So yeah. mail is antiquelounge.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. That's how you can give back and or tip the bartender at the bottom of zentikilounge.com. Okay, we have more show to come. I've been cued that I might need to make more cocktail. I'm just saying I drank it all. We're yeah. thirsty. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Hey, ladies, we're back. Oh, it's been so long. So we're still thirsty. Yeah. Well, let's try something, all shall right. we? Yes. So if you would all grab one of these shot glasses My up here. My arms are too short. Thank you. I'm gonna educate you on one other thing here. I don't like to be educated. Well, you're gonna be. No. So we're gonna try um, parfait amour. Now this has been around. The recipe's been around for. I believe a couple hundred years. So Parfait Amour is a liqueur. It's uh, often used in cocktails primarily for the color, purple color. Like if you want a, a purple drink. So it's just a single liqueur we're trying right now. It is. Okay. Uh, it's generally created from a Curacao liquor base, which means like uh, orange zest rind. So mm-hmm. it's got some, kind of some orange forward notes there. There are several versions, um, but the House of Bowls, which is the one we're trying. So Bowls Parfait Amour. Um, from the Netherlands claims to have they claim to have the original recipe and flavor so it's a curacao base flavored with rose petals vanilla and almonds Um, and then other people have a parfait amour or they might call it parfait d'amour or d'amore soapy so try it well yeah because it's already poured it yeah it's already in there so try it because it's it's floral Like what do you think? Tastes like my grandma's bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, right? You mm-hmm. can't, You definitely get the orange and rose. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I'd feel about it in a drink. Yeah. Do they have this normally at the at the bar? Um, You know what? An old school steakhouse? Probably yes. A more modern bar? Mm, not so much. Um, It's old school. Yeah. I mean, it's not so, bad. So it's, this you know. stuff is normally about 20-ish dollars um a bottle mm-hmm. well i was at uh, bevmo and um it was on double clearance yeah. down to four dollars a bottle wow so i bought all five wow all five. <laughs> I mean, I can, and i, can I am going to make it. i am going to make yeah. some sort of goddamn purple drink for tiki caliente in may yeah yeah. I think this would be nice in a margarita. Well, now yeah. I've tried I've tried it. I think it would be so yes. Mm-hmm. I think it goes well with citrus. I tried it with um grapefruit juice and a silver rum. It was quite tasty. What about champagne? Just throwing it in with some champagne. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Purple champagne. That would be yeah. good. Um so it's but it's one of those things where it it it, it is meant to definitely add color and flavor. I think the champagne and would I think, cut the sweetness. And I it. think the bowls version that has the the strong um, floral notes to it, mm-hmm. I think is really nice. Whereas other ones, it, it's just more like kind of orange and vanilla. Yeah, no, it's I a little more benign. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be good with some champagne. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll fool around with it and see what happens yeah. when we get closer to Tiki Caliente. Because, and so now, listeners have asked previous emails, you know, how do you make giant batches of cocktails economically. Well, I do just that. I'm in liquor stores a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I buy nothing. Sometimes I buy far more than I could possibly ever need. But what I'm always looking out for is something that they might be getting rid of mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, they're getting rid of it, but I can do something with this. So creative. And well, I mean, you know, it's just like you're going through um, the meat section at the grocery store and they have some meat that's discounted Suspect. because it needs to sell today, right? But as long as you cook it that day, it's fine. Well, liquor never goes bad. Mm-hmm. So when they clearance it out, if it's something you use or something you know somebody who does use it or you could use it for something, you might want to snap it up because uh, it's, you know, it's a really good deal. I'm just saying. Smart. Yeah. 
Smart and final. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple of things that I wanted to talk about today. So let's get to the list here. Um, so something super fun going on in Fort Lauderdale. I know that's really far away, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a picture. And uh, I've been to this place a few times, and I know that uh, neither neither of you have been. But the Rec Bar in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. That is where uh, Ooh, it's Marina, is. Marina, yes. our favorite fire-eating mermaid. Yes, I've seen her Facebook. She swims, she lately, plays, so but now, now she is the head aquatician. Yes, aquatician. She trains the other girls, and now finally, mm-hmm. the boys. Yeah, she's oh. got aqua so, or something. Yes. yes. So coming yes, up soon. A group of guys. Coming up oh. soon is the Aquaman. Yes. And uh, I, I am. I would love to see this show sooner than later. So debuting February second on yes. Thursdays, they're doing an Aquaman show. Now, if you haven't been to the Rec Bar, old school awesome bar inside the B Ocean Hotel in Fort Lauderdale, it used to be the Yankee shirt and Yankee Clipper, whatever. It's a nice hotel. Uh, it's got a. It's got a nice pool, but um, the pool has portholes that go into the rec bar. So from the rec bar, you can see people swimming in the pool. But when they do these shows, uh, you you know they're coming down to the windows, they're interacting with guests through the window, and they're doing a choreographed show, and there's music and everything, and it's really cool. So if, if you haven't been there, it's a really great, there's two reasons to go to Fort Lauderdale, three, okay? I mean, I guess you go for the weather and the beach. Tons of beach and weather, well, we right? We got that here. Yeah, but they have warm water. Yeah, they got humidity and bugs their, the size of your body. Their water in the Atlantic is warm all year, and we don't have that. No. Uh, I still don't want to go there. Then, um, you know, you're close to Miami, and that's fun, too. But you have um, you have the Rec Bar, which is a great, great place to go to watch a show, get a tiki drink. And you also have the Mai Kai. So the Tiki Palace of Tiki Palace is the last big one left in the world. And you go there for the the show, the fire dancers, the the meal, everything. Plus, um, I mean, the bar is amazing. So there's a couple of great reasons to go to Fort Lauderdale. And uh, if you're like my the husband and I, and then we get on a cruise ship and we get the hell out of there. Because <laughs> I can only I can only handle it for like a day or two, and then I'm like, I'm done with Fort Lauderdale. And flights are usually very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flights into Fort Lauderdale are some of the cheapest. Especially LAX to Fort Lauderdale is a fairly inexpensive flight. Miami can be more expensive, oddly. So, you know. But, yeah, the Aquaman and Marina, thank you, mahalo, for whipping the boys Getting into the shape. Out there. Joe is uh Joe is my favorite. Um, I don't know the names of any. The chest of this one was pretty pretty nice. I don't know his name. but I like good. the one with the long blonde hair. Yeah. This one? Yeah. Really? I want to French braid it. Yeah. This one's kind of Jason Momoa looking. Ooh, no, he, uh, he's a little too... No, thick. he's good looking too. All good <laughs> a little looking. too thick. Uh, so anyway, check out the Rec Bar on Facebook and then uh, or online, and and you can check them out and see when the you shows are coming. Them. And if you're in Fort Lauderdale, you know you might you might want to try it or check it out. I definitely recommend it. Maybe you can feel their chests. Yes, I think it's more appropriate to feel their chests than, than the, yeah, the ladies, girls, the yeah. mermaids. Yeah. yeah, even though it should be. One size fits all, right? Isn't that what no, quality because, is, uh, is about? Boobies are seen as chest quality accoutrements. But I touch your chest. Yeah, well, we've known each other a long time, and it's Maybe okay. Maybe motorboat. Boop. Motorboat is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, motorboating a mermaid. Yeah. <gasps> that is the up. That is the name of this uh, week's episode. Yeah, Motor motorboating mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have to ask permission before you motorboat the mermaids. Well, yes, mm-hmm. you always should ask permission. Mm-hmm. Just don't assume that every mermaid wants to be Nobody wants to have a mermaid me too no. moment. Because they'll get angry and they'll hurt you. Actually, maybe that should be the title of this <laughs> mermaid episode. Mermaid me too. Mermaid me too moments. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um, anywho, so I want to say aloha to our friends at Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. Yeah. Dot com. Dot I'm com. I'm wearing I'm wearing a shirt right now. It's very nice. Each and every month they come out with a T-shirt that mm-hmm. shows off a. It's soft too. Mm-hmm. An extinct tiki bar or restaurant or hotel or something so like that. It is it is sad. Yeah, because we'd go to them. 
And, uh, you know, we the, we wear these shirts. They come in ladies' cuts, men's cuts, nice soft cotton. Mm-hmm. They wear really well because we've had them for going on two years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they still keep up with the washing and the yes, wearing. Yes, yes. And when I wear them, generally I get a comment or two about them. So, you know, there's a lot of shirts and clothing that you wear that no one says anything about, right? You're just wearing it. Yeah. But these people actually be like, oh, I really like that shirt. Or, hey, where'd you get that? Yeah. And so that kind of tells you that they're really hitting the mark with something that's kitschy and people like. Um, or somebody might even remember the tiki bar that's on the shirt and say, like, I used to go there, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately it, it burned down yeah, 10 it, years ago it or it, it was mismanaged into the ground mm-hmm. yes, or whatever yes. whatever the case is. You look like you have a question, Hibiscus. No, I was just looking to see where the tiki bar is that you're wearing currently. Oh, do you want to talk Illinois. about it? It is the, I can't read it. She needs glasses. Aku Tiki. Room? Yes. Very good. Room? Room? <laughs> Have you um, heard of that one before? I had not heard of it before I had seen the shirt. And here's the thing, you well, know, in that the... shirt, I have that one too, right? And it's the only one yeah. I have that is a V-neck. Right. And yeah. I know you girls want some more V-neck. Yeah. So, Brian, so if you're listening... I wear that shirt, even though I don't wear a lot of black, I'm wearing black today, but if you're listening, I wear that shirt a lot Ladies prefer V-neck. Yes. It shows our chest. Yeah. Right. And it's more forgiving for a chest if you have a larger yeah. chest and it's cut. Yeah. You know, instead of having a crew neck. Well, then like why that. do you like them? Huh? I know I don't have a large chest, but I don't like things around my neck. It shows uh, off necklaces. Yeah. Oh, got yes, it. Yes. I don't like it when it's tied up here. It's much more flattering. <laughs> like I'm being choked. Like only mm. during sex do I like that. Do you really? I like to spank things. I don't know if I want to be choked. I was like, am I learning something about you <laughs> that I never knew on this episode of the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast? The senator doesn't let me do any of that. I tried. What? Maybe he's listening. Wait, wait, wait. So let's go back for a second. Yeah. Would you mind a little light choking? No, I want to choke him. Oh. Oh, okay. But you want to be spanked? No, I want to spank him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I want to... I did have... We did have a whip at one time. Would you like him to receive? Receive what? It. As in if you wore a, an accoutrement to your own self. Would we you want... stick something up him. <laughs> Oh, what I if had I, a what riding if, crop one time, and I used to like to hit him with that. He did not like that. Oh, he didn't like it? No, he didn't. So he doesn't like to play games or role play? No. Oh. I just like to beat people. So... I'd be a good dominatrix. I missed my calling in life. I think I... Apparently, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I can't believe I'm learning this about you now, no, but yeah, I, I think you did. I think they get paid good money, yeah, too. Yeah. No, I would... If I had a job where I could whip people for a living, that would be awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um... All of a sudden, I'm feeling like I need to go to the casino tonight. Mm, let's go to the casino. If I didn't have to work tomorrow, I'd go with you. Do you should have said that yesterday, jerk. Do you have to work tomorrow? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that you need to have a procedure done. A procedure. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it might be. A cleaning, a cleansing, a, cleansing. A, a swabbing, a whatever, a whatever now, it might be. in a couple be. weeks, I have, well, I have a Friday off for President's Day this year. But my son has the Monday off, so I'm free on a Friday in a couple weeks. All right. Well, we'll keep that in mm-hmm. mind. Um, the next thing that I feel we need to talk about is, uh, you know, some some little event uh, in May. Anyone anyone think of anything? That you might be working for? Yeah, I know. It's, I mean... Memorial I, Day? <laughs> no. Arbor no. Day? So, coming... Hibiscus, if uh, Sunshine has to work, you might have to go to Palm Springs with me. You have to work? Well, um, oh, I you know. get why, right? Oh, we have yeah. this big new thing coming. Yeah. yeah. So May 16th through 19th in Palm Springs is Tiki Caliente 11. Now, we have been helping host the room crawl since Tiki Caliente 5. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite, quite some time. Now, we're going to have to have a backup plan this year in case... I cannot attend, which would mean also we probably don't do a room party. However, mm-hmm. worst case scenario, I can still make it down for a full day. And so I'm thinking maybe instead of a room party, we'll do a, a tiki easy. We just have this a, is oh, this yes. is the husband's idea, yeah. where we will vend our glassware, t-shirts, etc. And then with purchase of said glassware, if you go over to the room, uh, you will be uh, given a cocktail to fill in to your new or, glass that you've we, just maybe purchased. maybe we give some people a secret password to get in. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh, like we'll, do, yeah. we'll do something, but we may not be able to full off, 
pull off the full party, and we are I'm developing a backup plan for another group of wonderful individuals, whomever might step up, to actually um, be the ones who have to attend all of the room crawls throughout mm-hmm. the weekend and be the judges for the room crawl. Yeah. So you'll still be working with me to set up your spot on the list as far as what time you'll do your room but, and But I may be wrangling you. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm looking so forward to that. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I've got my room booked. But anyway, February 2nd, mm-hmm. you can go to tikicaliente.com. And that is when uh, wristbands go back on sale to the general public. Now, the host hotel completely sold out. The, the event is limited to just 600 people. I don't even have a room, by the way. So if you're not going... Hey, Lonnie does. And so do I. We both have rooms booked, yes. So uh, anyway, so um, I might sublet my room. Yes. (laughs) Now, by the way, subletting your room, totally not okay with Rory, our event organizer. However... Starshine practically lives out of my but room I anyway. I stay in your room anyway. That's due not to, Due to room hosting. Yes. We throw a party. And so anyway, imagine Thursday through Sunday, you're at the same hotel with 600 of your uh, new tiki friends, old tiki friends, enjoying room parties where you get to go in for free. You just tip the bartender. You yes. try their cocktails. Many of the rooms are themed. The parties are fun. We dance. We laugh. We go in the pool. We listen to live music all weekend. There's shopping experiences. Uh, it's just a really great event, and it's in Palm Springs. The weather is always nice and warm, and you'll have a good time. So starting February 2nd, go buy your wristbands, and then book any hotel in town you want. Motel 6 is right next door. It is, but I don't recommend it. The, the other one that used to have the V is the other way. Yes, the V. That, that, would, that would be better. But, I thought it was the curve. Uh, it was the curve, then it became the V. The V. Yes, the vagina. The vagina. Yes. Um, just make sure that whatever you do, don't plan on driving. Lyft, Uber, or the, um, the what is it, the trolley I is back? The trolley wasn't going to be there It's anymore. back now. Oh. Yeah. The, it's called the buzz bus. Oh. Yeah, so it's back. And that one, I think um, it's free. You just have to have the card or whatever you yeah, get on, yeah, yeah. and it takes you around the major points in Palm Springs. So, tikicaliente.com. Exactly. Mmm. Smudge pot. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we have to talk about here. I don't want to miss anything because it's important that we don't. And we're only 37 minutes into this episode. But is this a three hour episode? No, no, no. We're doing the typical hour. Um, oh, so. Go to zentikilounge.com. I haven't thrown... Oh, look, the dogs are both in the chair together yeah, now. Kind of depressed, actually. Look, one for you and one for you, Penny. There you go. All right, they both got another little uh, mini milk bone. Um, zentikilounge.com, we have a page called Store. We do. And we think you should go to it. Can I go to it? You can go to it. Oh, I'm so excited. I would love you to go to it. And when you go there, you'll find that we have rocks glasses, like the ones we're drinking out of yes. right now. Mine Hibiscus. is gone. What do you think? Ooh, I love it. So on the front of the glass, it's got the Zen Tiki Lounge logo. And on the back, it's got the picture of our two previous tiki mugs and our slogan, the dimly lit tiki bar that this lives in your head. This a good little buzz. Well, it's all alcohol. Enough. You didn't have enough? I don't know. It got me a good bu- enough buzz to re-pierce this ear, so... She literally shoved <laughs> shoved a, an earring through her ear that she hasn't had an earring in in how long? Two years now, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even make a sound do you need I some? Do you need some peroxide or something no, for that? it's fine. I'm sure that Hibiscus gave me a clean pair of earrings. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this, so could, good. this could end very badly, like with sepsis or something like that. Oh, I, I, every year or two, I get a hair up my ass to re-pierce my ears. I so. am seriously just jonesing for the casino right now. Yeah. I mean, I love you both, but... Yeah. We're going to get that pulled pork out of the crock pot, and I'm going to be like, bye, husband, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just wait a couple weeks and go. Let's go on a Friday to a Saturday. Why can't you ever plan things? Um, Did I not just send a text out to everybody and say, do you want to go February 23rd? To Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh. Rincon. Um, sometimes I send those out to you guys also, and no one can go. But we went with you in December, and that was planned six months ahead of time. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes we do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, plan plan things ahead of time with your with your friends and family. So, uh, Hibiscus, what would you like to talk about? Well, I would like to talk about, since I bet, brought over that big bag of fruit. Yeah. 
if I could um, have just something on hand with just a big bag of fruit, a citrus. Oh, so, so you cocktail, cocktail challenge? that goes yeah. along with that. I'd like you to teach me how to make a lime daiquiri. Oh, that oh okay. Delicious. So that I can make one at home. There's limes in and there, that go- too. Right? So that mm-hmm. goes along with Hibiscus's request of having... All right, so we're going to take a quick pause. I am going to make the ladies a real quick lime daiquiri. We're never going to leave this house. (laughs) Well, we've got pulled pork to eat. That's true, we've got pork to eat. And we'll be right back. How are those lime daiquiris? Perfect. I had no idea how much sugar is in them. It's not that much. It's only a couple tablespoons. As opposed to getting like it's one a and a half tablespoons. So or well, even a margarita. So Starshine has really found a fancy for lime daiquiris lately yes. because she ha- she can't do the grapefruit anymore. I can't. I'm on cholesterol medication, and apparently it says right on the side of it that grapefruit will kill me. Yeah. Which makes it hard when we go to like a dive bar or something because my go-to drink is a Greyhound, a salty dog. Right. Which and you can, can always count on at a dive bar. Every place you go to. But dive bars often can't make a lime daiquiri. Exactly. And because so, they don't have either enough limes to make the juice or they don't have juice squeezed. Like yeah. they don't have so lime juice. So we had juice. a problem in downtown Vegas where most of the bars could not make me a lime daiquiri. Right. And if yeah. they say, oh, I can make you one, but I'm using Rose's lime juice, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Don't do that. So, so what did you end up getting? Cheap champagne or... Which, and then that was the night... There was one place that didn't even have champagne. And the cheap champagne, that was the night where I was having hot flashes and flushed face. On the strip, So I can't do that. We didn't have a problem with the lime daiquiri. No, no, no. The bartender made us good drinks. And then, of course, the golden tiki, I don't have a problem because they have good tiki drinks. But I'm not going to go into a a bar and order a Mai Tai because you're going to get shit most of the time. Yes. You know? And so now I need a go-to dive bar drink that... Is like a great and you don't and you don't do martinis, Manhattans, or martinis. Okay, I don't like Manhattans. I'll do yeah. a Bloody Mary. Okay. Yeah, I like Bloody Marys. You can always get that at a yeah, dive bar. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, but I need something that is guaranteed to always be at a dive bar. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Well, I don't like beer. <laughs> My go-to is a gin martini now. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? I mean, yeah. I'll drink a gin and club soda. I'll drink a tequila and soda if I really have to. Yeah. Wait, Amy, uh, sorry, hibiscus. Mm-hmm. What did you say your go-to was? Gin martini. Gin martini. Oh, and do you like it dirty Only or slightly no? slightly dirty. Slightly dirty. Yeah. Okay. And I I prefer a dirty vodka martini. I don't mind a gin martini, but nah, it's not really my thing. So I think people should send me recommendations of what yeah. their basic bar drink would be. Speaking of um, I need gins, ideas. have I walked you down my new selection of gins? Oh, let's no. see it. Well, so... Um, Calwise Spirits, uh, they have sponsored the podcast mm-hmm. Room Parties in the past because they have a lovely, lovely orange spiced rum. Yes, yes. And they also have a blonde rum that's aged in Chardonnay yeah, barrels. Yeah, it's good. It's very interesting tasting. It is. But then they also have a gin. And it's uh, hibiscus. It's that one right there. Ooh. And it is very, um, it, it's, it's both floral and orangey mm-hmm. I would say and you it's, should let her try it's it it's quite nice so we will we'll, I'll let mm-hmm. you try it here in a moment and then there's one here I'll, I'll swing the microphone behind the bar and I'll talk about this intermission la 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 swing around swing around swing around swing around there we go that's not the gin that we got in downtown LA no uh uh no. Oh, no, I do have that one back here as well. Um, but so the St. Augustine gin is from Florida, and I'll let you smell that one. But the so, Cowboys, they're in San Diego, are they not? No, they're in Central California. Oh, Central California. I thought they were in San Diego. Smell smell the St. Augustine. Does mm. it smell ginny? Yeah, it's very ginny. And then smell the Cowboys, and to me it also has a touch of like, almost like lawn clippings, like fresh cut grass. Yeah, something else in there too that I can't. Quite and then place. one of my favorite, mm, like mass-produced gins. I'm not a fan of those per usually, um, but it's Tanqueray Rang Per, and this is a very lime-forward gin. The Calwise one smells like a soap. I'd like to have. Smell that one. Doesn't have a strong scent. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I I pick up the lime. Mm-mm. 
I can smell lime and I like the cowboy. Now gins, gins are in a few tiki drinks mm-hmm. like the Singapore Sling, for example. There, But there aren't a lot of uh, tiki drinks that you would say use a gin. But I think more more tiki bartenders are playing with the gin, which is which is nice because yeah. definitely people have, have a, a liking for it. And I just always have to say, gins, seriously, it's nothing more than spiced vodka. So if, if you like spiced rum... Just understand that gin is spiced or infused vodka. That's all it is. Gin is not a spirit unto itself. Um, Somebody might argue with me, but it's just vodka that you throw shit into for a certain amount of time, and then you take it back out, and then you have the essences, flavors, aromas, oils of whatever it is that you threw in there. Juniper being one of the most prominent notes, sometimes pepper, sometimes all kinds of botanicals and florals. What was the gin that we got in downtown L.A.? Uh, that was from this one here, from the Spirit Guild. So I have their vodka up here, and I have their gin upstairs. Uh, it's actually... It's, it's on his nightstand. It's, it's in the husband's bar. Ooh. It's on his nightstand. Because he, 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 um, he's been trying to get into gin a little bit more, so he's got it upstairs. I can let you try that one. Did you get to try that one when yeah, we were there? Yeah, I did. I liked it. Yeah, so um, a little distillery in uh, downtown Los Angeles near um, Lost Spirits. So if you go on the Lost Spirits tour and you get your rum and bourbon off Mm -hmm. um, on the Willy Wonka of distillery tours, then you want to stop by the Spirit Guild, which is walking distance from Lost Spirits, and try their... um, They have a vodka, two gins, and I think one other thing. And um, they were all really good. The nice thing about their vodka... I'll let the ladies smell this as well it is i have to remember what it is it is distilled from clementine oranges interesting yeah, huh? very interesting and it has the vodka astringency and odor but go ahead and you can even swig off the bottle i don't care um it has a nice natural sweetness to it that you don't normally find in a vodka and they were very nice there too well they wanted us to buy their stuff yeah, you know? yeah. yeah now i was just at total wine mm-hmm and I saw the Spirit Guild, I saw their gin okay, and their so vodka. Wow. So it's, it's at least available in the Southern California area or maybe at Total Wine. You don't have to go to the source. No, yes. you don't. And I love Total Wine. I do Stay like Total around. Wine also. But you, but you didn't go to Total Wine today. Yes, you went I did. To Be- oh, I think you said you got, went to BevMo to get the Parfait Amour. Oh, oh well, I got that a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, total. I prefer Total Wine to Bevmo. I know it, nationally, Bevmo is more available than Total Wine. I like Total Wine too. I like walking through there more than Bevmo. Yeah, it's more know, of an up. It's, it's, it's an bigger. upscale. I think looking. it's just you know, like you, if you prefer Home Depot over Lowe's, you've got you know people have preferences. I prefer Home Depot. I think Total Wine they're more knowledgeable as well. Well, okay, so here's the funny thing about that. Both at BevMo and Total Wine, they have those little cards that they hang from the shelves that say, Joe Schmo recommends this, right? And when I go down the rum aisle and I see what they recommend, I I just have to slap my forehead and say, you MFer, are you seriously recommending St. Elmo's Fire, like, bottom shelf rum in a plastic (laughs) bottle? Maybe that's what he likes. And he's like, whoa, for Saturday night, this is my party. And I'm like, well, you you have a party that I'm not coming to. Now, Bethmo for a long time uh, sold the Zwack that I have to buy for, (laughs) but neither of them sell Zwack anymore. Really? Yeah. I still have some. Do you need it? No. Uh, Papa <laughs> Joe found it somewhere and bought four bottles of it. Oh, okay. All right. And the last time I had vomitous flu a couple weeks ago, yeah. he brought me a glass of it and said it would fix it. Did you try it? No, I couldn't even look at it. Oh. I, he watched me. I had to take a sip of it because he would not leave my room until I took a sip. But after that, I dumped it down the sink. You, you know you're ill when you can't even imbibe. I couldn't even, like, no. Could no? you have a lime daiquiri? I couldn't have any. It was just, I just could not. Okay. So um, I want to have you all uh, smell these. So the um, Lemon Heart and Sons company has been around for quite some time. They say established in 1804. Debate or not, whatever. Well, if they want to say that, then go ahead. Yeah, let them say what they want. So I have a bottle. been there since... 1575. So I have a bottle of the Lemon Heart Demerara Mm -hmm. 80 proof or 40% alcohol by volume rum. 
And this bottle is from the uh, late 90s, I believe. So it's the old packaging, and someone picked it up for me and gave it to me. They said, I'm not going to use it. I want you, Sunshine, to have it. So I'm smelling it. Now, go Does ahead. It smell uh, like the 90s? Hibiscus, go ahead and smell. Smells nice. I like that. Yeah, smoky. Now, I also have a bottle of the Lemon Heart and oh, Sons original 1804 rum, and they and it's R-H-U-M, meaning in the French mm -hmm. style, uh, also Demerara. So it's supposed to be as close to that 90s version as possible. So smell this one. This one I want on waffles. This one smells good, too. Now, smell them both together, though. You do it first. This and smells uh, sugary. I want to see if you notice what I notice. This one's sweeter. Because they're supposed to be same recipe-ish. Mm -hmm. What do you think? This one's sweeter. Yeah, this one tastes ma smells maple-y. Let me smell the first one. Which is the 90s version. Yeah. They do smell similar, but that the second one, which is the more recent one, yeah. smells... More intensely sweeter. Like, really? Are, to me, it does, yeah. To me, too. Is my nose broken? Because I love the aroma of the older one far no, better. No, no, I like the aroma of the first one better. The second oh, one. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, the second it one smells, smells more like maple syrup. Yeah. Maybe even more artificial sweet. So I think my nose spray hadn't kicked in yeah. earlier and I still had some blockage. But I think because the first you're one right. smells better. So the 2018 version. I'd still drink it. It still smells very, good. Very maple brown sugar syrup yeah. aroma. And the uh, 90s version, um, it is more of what you find in a Demerara, slightly smoky, yeah. sweet-ish, but not overly sweet. I want to touch of brown sugar. Yeah. Would you? Is that what you would do with them? So, and the reason the reason that I I got the bottles out is that you know several brands, of course, they've been around for decades or much longer, and unfortunately. As um, companies like, uh, is it Diego or Diego or however they say that one and others, as they start snapping up other brands, they say that they continue to distill and bottle them in the original formula and blah, blah, blah. But those of us who have older bottles on hand, we know that's not true. I mean, it's close. It's just that it, it does, it's not exactly. I don't think they're close at all, though. No? In, I mean, like. Color-wise, they're not really close. No, color-wise, they're not really the same at all. One of them is like a really, like the, the 90s version is like a really dark tea. And then the other one is more, it's more black. It's much harder to see through. And the age doesn't do anything to that? Well, no supposedly they're aged for the same amount of time, right? Because they're supposed to be following the same recipe-ish. Yeah. Um... And they do, so Lemon Heart's really known for their 151 Demerara rum, which I have up there also in the 90s version and the Today version. And kind of the same deal. I prefer. But the one from the 90s is already older than the one from. Well, but it's not aging anymore. Once it's in glass, it's not aging. Okay. So all the aging happened before it was put into okay, the bottle. Okay, so once it's in glass, it doesn't develop any different It's taste frozen in time. All right. Yes, as long as the cap is on and it's not getting oxidized, it is frozen in time and, you know, it's high enough alcohol content that. You know, it's almost in... Captain Kirk could be enjoying it in the 23rd century. <laughs> I think it was Picard that liked a good alcohol. Oh, no. They drank a ton on the original Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, but I think Picard's the one who would enjoy it. Like, they were drinking Synthahol. But Remember? Kirk would be like, just drinking anything. That's true. Give me yeah. Sarian Brandy, yes. Klingon blood Picard wine. Picard would be the uh, one that would be the snob that would be like sniffing yeah. it. Earl Grey hot. Hibiscus is out of this conversation. With bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of, they have that new uh, Star Trek slot machine in Vegas. Yeah. It's terrible. It's just because it's The never, bonuses yeah. are far and few between. It's, the it music is not loud up. enough. It yeah. needs to loosen up We're a never going to be yeah. able to relive 20 years ago when Quark's Bar was there. I know. It's never going to be the same. It's true. It makes me sad. Being completely immersed in the Star Trek mm -hmm. experience and, and mm -hmm. having cocktails on a space station with roaming Klingons yeah. and Ferengi. Yeah, you just can't beat that. But I was happy with the mob bar the last time we Oh, met. that was awesome. I think the bar could have been a little... Better decorated. So I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast really yet. So if you're in Vegas, downtown Las Vegas is the Mob Museum, and then below the Mob Museum is the Mob Bar, and it is it is a speakeasy, and you do need to follow their Instagram profile yeah. to get the password. So when they open the slot on the door, you say the password, yeah. and they and it's let a new you one in every day. 
uh, every week. They yeah. change it every week. And they have a really good size menu yeah. of outstanding drinks plus seasonal drinks. And we had, I think, three or four drinks each. We were going oh, for yeah. two drinks and we kept yeah, going. Yeah, well, then you went to the bathroom and we ordered another drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, do you have any moonshine I can try? Yeah, and then and they then poured they that. Out the yeah, um, So it's a nice atmosphere, but it's also really excellent drinks. Yeah, the bee's knees and we had giggle juice. What else did you have? I don't remember. Yeah, they were all good. <laughs> I just remember every drink you were holding up fingers. Yeah, of but I, how yeah. many drinks you've had that day? I'd well, like because you... it was only like five p.m. and I was already like ten drinks On in. 10 yeah. Drinks, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'd like you to make a bee's knees for me too. Did you take a picture of the recipe? No, I've been looking it up online. He's never gonna make it. Just like he's never gonna make that. Well, he didn't go with twin, us to the no. Twin Peaks drink. But we gave him the recipe. I lost it. I have it on my I phone, bitch. Oh, I've given shit. it to you like three times. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We want it. We want it now. All right, all right. Always, always beware of ladies handing you drink recipes. Yes. They think you just have every ingredient. You do. You have a hundred bottles of booze here. Yeah, but a lot of those are not the things that go in your drink. No. I will get you the information. Yeah, I, and then you okay. can just make it for us. All right. Well, uh, we're at the end of the show. Yay. Woo. What? So hopefully now we're about to have a Instant Pot full of pulled pork. Yeah. We'll see. We need something. Wouldn't to that be nice? Yes, would we'll be nice. see if my Instant Pot is defective or if I am. We'll see if we die. Mm, yeah. Because I couldn't cook a baked potato in there. <laughs> but did you follow the yes, instructions I for baked the potato? Instructions. Really should be foolproof. I know. Obviously all right. it wasn't. Well, I want to thank you all for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Please don't forget to go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review, but then type in any what, whatever words you want. Also, go to zentikilounge.com. Click on the cocktails link. We've got dozens of recipes for you. Oh, and a little teaser. Tomorrow, well, tomorrow, unless tomorrow. unless I go to the casino. So if I don't go to the casino tonight and enjoy my complimentary room, as long as I play ample video poker, I am going to re-record the making of Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum with my slightly updated recipe. So the recipe has changed over the years. I've made it a little more foolproof, and my intent is to re-record that uh, video for you and post it on our YouTube channel and then send the link out so you can all see it and you can make Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum. And last but not least, send your comments and questions to mail at zentikilounge.com. That about does it for us here. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.